This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and is your home keeping you comfortable? I mean, warm in the winter, cool in the summer? Our guest this hour can help. We'll talk to the folks at Ashton Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning about some of the new, innovative, and cost-effective ways to keep your home the perfect temperature all year round. That's coming up. But first, some of the consumer news from the past week. Vancouver cops are cracking down on chronic and violent shoplifters. The VPD says they've arrested 217 people in a three-week operation that ended in mid-March. And in the process, they recovered nearly 80000 bucks worth of stuff stolen from stores around the city. The VPD says officers worked with staff, management, and security guards at stores to identify and target repeat offenders. They even gave the, gave the operation a snappy name, calling it Project Barcode. Sergeant Mario Mastropieri says shoplifting is a growing problem in urban centers across North America, and Vancouver is seeing an alarming trend of chronic offenders targeting retailers and staff with violence while committing these thefts. And police say for the operation, they placed cops outside stores while employees inside would tip them off whenever they spotted someone they recognized as a repeat offender or anybody that looks suspicious for that matter. The three-week operation led to 278 charges. One retail store that is doing well these days when it comes to sales is Dollarama. The Dollarama chain, which is based in Montreal, announced this week that their profits are up, way up. Dollarama is Canada's biggest retailer of items for $5 or less. There are 119 stores here in BC and over 1,400 stores across Canada. They said that fourth quarter profit rose more than $220 million from a year ago. Sales at stores open more than a year were up 16%. And in the face of rising prices, Dollarama reports the average transaction size increased as well by 1.6%. The cost of riding the bus and other rapid transit is going up. TransLink approved a fare hike for transit riders in Metro Vancouver on Wednesday, despite the fact that they just got a big bailout from the province a few weeks ago. The cost of a one-zone trip will rise by $0.05 for all riders come July 1st. That's after the province gave TransLink a $479 million bailout designed to, among other things, keep the fares stable. A TransLink spokesperson called the increase modest and said the annually scheduled fare increase helps pay for growing costs of transit and is far lower than the rate of inflation. You soon won't have to pay that extra 25 cents for a disposable coffee cup when you pick up a coffee on the go in Vancouver because... The city's single-use cup fee is headed for the trash. A statement from the city this past week says the 25-cent fee will be repealed as of May 1st, along with the requirement for businesses to accept customers' clean, reusable cups. However, it says businesses are still encouraged to accept reusable drinking cups and offer discounts uh, to customers who bring their own. The fee introduced by the city council took effect At the start of last year, as part of a waste reduction strategy, critics say it didn't do much since most people still use the disposable cup 
and they just grudgingly shelled out the extra quarter. The city now says it has directed staff to report back with recommendations for alternative policies. If you're on Twitter, you've probably noticed that a lot of big celebrities, journalists, and other well-known Twitter people have that blue checkmark by their name. It's proof that they are verified and not fake. Well, now they may lose that blue verification checkmark unless they pay up. And some longtime users, including William Shatner, are refusing to shell out the $11 per month for the premium service. Shatner is asking on Twitter why he should have to pay for something that was previously free. This is Vancouver Consumer. And when we come back, it's all about keeping your home warm or cool, whatever it takes to make you comfortable. There are all sorts of new and innovative ways to do that. And our guest up next has all the answers. We'll talk to the folks at Ashton Plumbing, Heating and Air Conditioning next. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong. It feels like yesterday that we were in some pretty cold, relentless temperatures, but that has changed as we move into spring It was during the sunny days we had this past week. I used AC in the car for the first time. Uh, And if your home is not keeping up with the weather changes, I mean, keeping you warm in the winter and cool in the summer, you might want to listen to my next guest. He's from Ashton Plumbing, Heating and Air Conditioning. They have been serving the Lower Mainland for 30 years. Their motto is Ashton Explains More so you can worry less. You can find them online at callashton.com, call, A-S-H-T-O-N, Ashton.com. And with me now from Ashton Plumbing, Heating and Air Conditioning is Connor Williams. How are you, Connor? I'm doing great today. Thanks for having me on. Oh, you're very welcome. And I, I guess, do you find that uh, when the seasons change, like we've you know, we've had over the past couple of weeks that uh, the phones start to get busy and people start calling you about uh, their homes. Yeah, absolutely. We're uh, definitely a weather driven business and um, this is a unique time. Sometimes in the morning you could be using your heat and then all of a sudden in the, in the evening, if you've got a, a house that gets a little bit warmer, you might be using your air conditioning. So it's kind of a unique time and, we do have a lot of customers that are starting to to call about, you know, checking out their AC system to make sure that it's working before, before summer. And then you've also got some people that are, you know, thinking about um, adding air conditioning. So they're sort of the, these are the, the proactive customers that we have. Um, and we, we've been seeing uh, quite a few air conditioning calls already, actually. Right. Yeah. Cause it is an interesting time. Uh, the kind of uh, climate we have here, throughout greater Vancouver uh, at this time of year, you could be cold in one part of the day and need air conditioning on another part of the day. So it really is kind of a challenge. Yeah, absolutely. And for those that, that don't have air conditioning, uh, it, it's, it's sort of twigging their uh, memories of the, the heat dome and uh, perhaps they're starting to think about, about adding a system. So uh, exciting times for us and we're, we're extremely busy. Yeah, I think proactive is the is the word uh, people want to get in there. So I want to talk a little bit about some of the new technology that uh, uh, people might not know about 
for keeping your home both warm and cool. And the thing I keep hearing about that I'm not sure I really understand is the heat pump. So what is a heat pump? Yeah, so a, a heat pump is a, a electric uh, system uh, that does heating and cooling. So in, in simplest terms, it's just an air conditioner that can run in reverse. And what, what it does is um, it, it pulls uh, air out of the atmosphere and uh, converts, uh, converts that energy into uh, a, a cooling source uh, for, for summertime. And then it does the opposite uh, in the winter. So it can actually take energy from the atmosphere, uh, create enough of a reaction that it can produce heat. So it can, can do both. Um, the heat pump is sort of a, uh, it confuses people. They're like, what's this pump, right? But it's, it's basically just a, an air conditioner that can do both heating and cooling. Right. And, and this is relatively new technology. Yeah. It, I mean, the technology itself has been around for, for quite a long time, but this is something that's new to the residential market. Um, they're really pushing this um, because of its ability to uh, run off of electricity um, and, and because we're trying to decarbonize our, our um, atmosphere, electricity is viewed as a more clean energy source. And so our, 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 our government is very committed to um, trying to electrify all of our homes. So this is a very good option. And Vancouver happens to be one of the best climates in Canada for heat pump operation. Um, it, there's some reasons behind that. Um, the main one being um, they don't tend to work as well uh, in colder climates. So heat pumps work really well at around you know, between five and eight degrees. They're extremely efficient. So you could be running, you know, your old 80% efficient furnace. And if you switch to a, a heat pump, during those days where, you know, our standard temperature in Vancouver here is, is around that five to eight degrees, you're going to be actually saving money switching to electric, which is kind of counterintuitive to what a lot of us think um, based on utility costs, right? So um, it, it's, kind of a, it's kind of a perfect system to be, be using in our climate. Now, uh, I mentioned earlier that they're not as efficient in colder temperatures, and that, that is true. As you get colder temperatures, the, the efficiency and the output and the, sort of the power of the heat pump does diminish, but the technology is getting a lot better. We've got uh, cold climate heat pumps now, uh, some of which are, are operating uh, at 100% capacity down to minus 25. So we're at 25 uh, Celsius. So um, we're not seeing those temperatures on a regular basis here in Vancouver. So those cold climate systems are, are really effective here in, in Vancouver. So we've got a great market for it. Right. And so is the system always uh, a heat pump as well as a, a gas furnace or, or, or is it sometimes different? Do they, do they always work yeah. together? Yeah. So you, you have two options. Um, if you do have a home that has forced air uh, furnace system, uh, you can either run it with, what we call a dual fuel system. So you're going to have natural gas furnace, and then you're going to have a heat pump. And how we set that up is on your thermostat, we can 
put a set point where when the outdoor temperature reaches a certain level, um, we generally set it at about zero, between zero and five degrees. We switch it over to uh, to the fuel source uh, uh, furnace. So you can run it either way and sort of optimize your, your cost and performance um, in that application. Uh, but you do have the option with a heat pump to run it as a fully electric system. And this is sort of where the government is wanting all of us to move. Uh, so that would be replacing your furnace with basically an electric furnace or an air handler, we call it. And it's, it's simply just an air moving device. And the heat pump has a coil on top and uh, the same, you know, principle applies as in cooling. It's going to basically blow uh, over uh, a heated coil um, and, and heat your home. Right. We're talking to Connor Williams from Ashton Plumbing, Heating and Air Conditioning. Uh, Their website is callashton.com, C-A-L-L-A-S-H-T-O-N.com. You can also just give them a call, 604-262-9114. And if people are interested in getting a heat pump, I I guess uh, most people, like me, have a lot of questions because this is relatively new technology. So what What's the process if people go to callashton.com? Can they uh, set up a consultation? Because I bet people have a lot of questions. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And it's it's not an insignificant amount of money either, right? So it's something that you really want to research. It's like buying a car, right? So um, what what we do is uh, I'll walk you through sort of our, our training process. So um, all of our comfort advisors um, or, or estimators, uh, they're all uh, technically trained specifically for, for heat pumps. Uh, they go through uh, an extensive training process before they're uh, out on the road, uh, many of which are actually former technicians of ours that we've moved into these positions. So they've actually been installers. They've been service technicians. And uh, what, what happens is we, we go out to your house and, uh, we do uh, an assessment of your ductwork to make sure that we have sufficient airflow uh, because, unfortunately, many of the homes have been built uh, with the idea that these duct systems are only for heating. And so we need different volumes of air for cooling systems depending on the home. So sometimes there's some modifications that need to be made and um, our, our technicians are trained to evaluate the ductwork. And then we're going to look at the the cooling and heating load of the house so what's required uh, to be able to make sure that we can maintain a consistent 22 degrees in the house uh, from there we're going to talk with you about uh, the options that that we have for your particular application then discuss budget discuss what rebates might be available uh, for the particular application that you you have and particular jurisdiction that you live in and then you make a decision whether to go ahead or not, and typically we can uh, install. If, if you, you need it in a pinch and you don't have heating or cooling, we can turn it around in less than 24 hours. Uh, we don't want our customers to be without heat or cooling. Uh, but if you're looking at more of a uh, an upgrade situation where you're converting uh, from natural gas to electricity, um, it might take you know a couple weeks to go through uh, a process uh, for applying for the rebate. We need to do an energy audit with 
certified energy auditor so that you can uh, apply for the the uh, rebates that you're looking for. Uh, so the, the right. whole process can can take uh, you know up to a month if if we're we're looking at a, a major project here. Right, and it, it really is something that you should do your homework on because, like you say, it's like buying a car. But if you do it right, you can in the long run save a lot of money, can't you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we, we don't, we don't lead with that. Um, we want to make sure that we're as honest and transparent as, as we can be. It's, it's not always the reality that you're going to save a ton of money, but, um, the, the government is, is offering so many incentives right now that it does make sense to switch to something like this because they're willing to subsidize a good portion of it. And if in the future, this is a mandated, Thing that we have to have fully electric systems and maybe there aren't rebates available in the future, then, then now's a good time to do it. I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know what they're, what, you know, what the, the future holds in terms of rebates. But navigating those rebates, uh, I think for, for mortals can be very complicated. I know every, every time I ever have to deal with a rebate situation, uh, it is complicated. And, uh, I guess if you're, uh, dealing with Ashton, you guys know every single rebate that's available. Yeah, absolutely. That's something that we we pride ourselves on. It's it's not an easy process. Um, we have been fairly early adopters. We've been involved in every rebate program that's been around for the last ten years. So we we stay on the cutting edge of it um, and make sure that we're we're well educated. But you're right. It it's daunting. Even when they make the changes to the rebate programs, it takes takes us a little bit of time to wrap our heads around exactly what's required. Um, right. But we, we can navigate it for you to the point where as soon as the job's done, we provide you with an invoice. It's got the AHRI number, uh, which is a, a number that you know determines the efficiency of the equipment. Um, we tell you exactly where to go. It's, it's very simple. You just upload your documents and the money ends up in your bank account. The government's done a very good job, actually, of uh, facilitating this program. Right. We're talking to Connor Williams from Ashton Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. You can go to their website, callashton.com, or give them a call on the phone, 604-262-9114. And when we come back... Uh, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, making your home more efficient, uh, things like heat pumps, and also why uh, it might be good to start now to be ready for uh, what's in store for summer, because it seems like every summer just keeps getting hotter and hotter, hotter and hotter. And we'll talk more with Connor from Ashton Plumbing, Heating and Air Conditioning when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong, and we're talking about keeping you comfortable in your home with the folks from Ashton Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Connor Williams is our guest. We've been talking about heat pumps and uh, how they can be a very efficient way to make your home comfortable. And uh, you have something called the Ashton No Problem Plan on your website. And uh, that sounds intriguing to me. What is the Ashton No Problem Plan? Right, yeah, I know it's something uh, very unique to us. Um, I don't think 
many companies are offering it. Um, it's a simple membership program. It's $25 a month. Um, and included in that is an annual inspection of your heating and air system, also a inspection of your whole plumbing system. We also do a sewer line camera inspection for you to make sure that there's no uh, potential catastrophic problems that are happening. And we include in the, in the plan, we include free filters uh, for the life of the relationship uh, for your, your heating and air system. We also will do one free toilet rebuild per year. Um, so if you've got a toilet that's running and needs to have a new flapper installed, we'll, we'll do that. And we'll also unclog one drain in your home uh, per year for free. Um, look, it's a, it's a relationship-based business, and, and we know that uh, the more repeat customers we have, uh, the better that relationship's going to be, and, and it's better for our business. It's good for our technicians as well. It helps level out our slow seasons, so we're able to – we don't have to lay anybody off or cut anybody anybody's hours. We can call out to these customers that we have a relationship with. We can perform our annual maintenance. It's a good place for younger technicians to sort of learn their craft, um, learn how to communicate with customers. So it's really a win-win-win uh, for everybody involved, and – um, we've been doing it for, for years and, and, and people seem to love it. Yeah. It sounds very, like a very comforting thing for a homeowner. It's the Ashton, no problem plan. And you can find out about it on their website, call Ashton.com. It's Ashton plumbing, heating and air conditioning. And, uh, you know, talking about, uh, keeping your home, uh, efficient and, uh, free of problems when it comes to heating, air conditioning and plumbing, what are the big problems that people might have that they don't know about? What's something that people should uh, think about? Yeah, the, the one I mentioned earlier about um, about drainage is, is one that we see a lot of here in Vancouver. <clears throat> so a lot of people have tree roots growing uh, under their, uh, their yard, and those tree roots find their way into the sewer pipes. Um, and, and that's extremely dangerous for a number of reasons. Um, and so we, we like to camera... Um, the outgoing line of the house just to make sure that that's not happening. Uh, another common problem with sewer lines, especially in say Richmond or Delta is we've got a very high water table, sort of a soft, um, soft uh, under layer to the ground. And a lot of times the pipe itself can actually bend underground over time as it settles. And what that'll do is, uh, it'll have some dry spots where paper or toilet paper shouldn't put paper towel down your Toilet paper <laughs> will will, uh, will sort of pack up, and um, it, it will cause a paper pack where um, the sewage isn't able to make its way out, and then it will back up into the home. And this can happen slowly over time. And so, uh, just make make sure, like if I uh, were a homeowner, you know, every couple of years I would have somebody in just to run a camera down my main sewer line just to make sure that, um, you know, there wasn't going to be a major backup. Right. Callashton.com is the website for that. Get on the Ashton No Problem plan. And let's talk about air conditioning. Because uh, I remember I remember nobody had air conditioning. You didn't even have air conditioning in your car. But now, I don't know how, you know, you, you could get by without air conditioning. Uh, and even in your home, with uh, the, the summers that we're getting, um, 
So why should people uh, schedule uh, an air conditioning quote with uh, Ashton now instead of later? Yeah, no, it's, it's a great question. And um, it's something we see every year. It's just sort of human behavior. Um, people don't plan for it. And then we get this first heat wave. And then, and then all of a sudden we get a massive rush of calls. During the, the heat dome, at one time we, we were um, booking four months out before we'd be able to conceivably give somebody a quote for air conditioning. Like it was, it was crazy. So um, if that were to happen again, um, that similar situation would likely play out for people. And it's not just us that's experiencing that problem. It's going to be everybody in the, in the industry. So it's going to be extremely difficult to get a system turned around. Um, if you're living in a strata property, for example, um, that process is going to take considerable uh, amount of time as well, going through the, the proper permitting and uh, proper channels with the strata. You might even have to get engineers involved. So the earlier you can plan, the better. Uh, not only that, but the, the supply chain issues that everybody's been having, uh, they're, they're starting to get better, but we can't guarantee that they're not going to have further challenges in the summer. Like we're ordering, we're, we're getting as much stock as we can into our warehouse. We're getting commitments from our suppliers to make sure that we have sufficient stock. Um, but we did experience a time where we, we weren't able to, to get what we needed for certain applications because it wasn't available. So we would, you know, get a customer um, that was interested in buying. We would, we would set up everything. And then, you know, we're two, three months out before we can get the, the equipment that they need for their home. So um, it's, it's something that, you know, if, you, if you're suffering from the heat, now is, is the time. Like we've got enough time. We've got about six more weeks before it really starts to crank up. But once it does, um, the, the companies are going to get backlogged. Like we're, we're already three weeks backlogged right now for air conditioning. Right. And, and it, so. So the website, the website says it all call Cause it is funny how air conditioning used to be a luxury item. And now it, it almost seems, it it's almost seems like heat when it gets so hot. It seems like we need air conditioning, especially people who are, are susceptible. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's actually shocking the, the, the number of homes. Uh, we ran a report back in 2020 and only 66,000 homes had central air conditioning reported in their homes in Vancouver, which is right. a very, very small number. Um, so it was, it was quite surprising for us to learn that. Um, but now, you know, you can't build a house in the city of Vancouver without, uh, without a heat pump or air conditioning. So it's, right. um, the times are, times are changing. The weather patterns are changing and, um, yeah, it's, it's something that most homes are going to have, uh, before my career is done, I, I would imagine. Right. We're talking to Connor Williams from Ashton Plumbing, Heating and Air Conditioning. Callashton.com is the website. And uh, I want to I want to shift gears now and talk about uh, uh, natural gas appliances, because I keep hearing, uh, you know, we're talking about heat pumps and the use of electricity and then they're, you know, gas stoves. Some people say that those are on the way out. What does the future hold for natural gas appliances? Yeah, I, I, I wish I had a definitive answer, but I can tell you where the trends are heading. Um, my, my understanding is uh, 
that we're, we're moving to a place where um, natural gas-fired appliances uh, for water, for heat, for cooking, as you mentioned, uh, they, they're, they're trying to, to move them out. Um, and you're already seeing that in the city of Vancouver. They're, they're not allowing you to build a home um, with the primary heating source being natural gas anymore. It's not, it's not allowed. Um, there's, there's talk that the natural gas rebate might be ending, um, for, uh, for furnaces, uh, for, for water heaters. So everything's going to be moving electric. So, um, I think it's a, it's a good thing for, uh, for the environment, but it's something that we all have to be thinking about in terms of planning the future and, um, you know, electrification, you know, what kind of power are our homes going to need to be able to um, be fully electric? It's an interesting um, societal concept, but as a homeowner, um, if you have a natural gas fired appliance and it looks like it's on the way out and you, and you would like to continue using natural gas, uh, now might be a good time to to consider replacing, you know, that they're not going to tell you that your existing furnace needs to be ripped out because it's natural gas, but there might become a time in the not so distant future when that furnace does fail and you you'll be required to. So it's, it's kind of an interesting time as a, as a homeowner to be thinking about those sort of things. Right. And also, uh, finally, I wanted to ask you about uh, plumbing and this is the time when a lot of people turn the, you know, the, the 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 plumbing back on because it's been shut off for the winter the out outdoor plumbing and stuff and often this is the time when the 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 cracks in the pipes start to show up and you notice them mm-hmm. um let's talk really quickly about uh flood protection devices that people can can install to to help with potential burst pipes yeah there's a few really good options out there. One that I really like is called the Moen Flow. So Moen is uh, predominantly a faucet and uh, uh, fixture company. I'm sure everybody's familiar with Moen. Um, they've been around a, a long time. So we, we believe in the product because of its staying power and name recognition. But essentially what this device does, you, you install it on your incoming water main uh, feed, you know, upstream of your main shutoff and PRV in your house. And it learns the patterns of behavior in the house. And it's a, a Wi-Fi enabled device as well. So you can basically download an app and this device can be turned on and off manually by the homeowner. Uh, so if you own, say, a recreational property and you wanted to uh, turn off the water uh, when you weren't there, you can turn off the water when you're not there or say cool. you owned a rental property and you wanted to monitor the, the water consumption um, and you're concerned about flooding. Uh, this device learns the habits of the people using the home. And if there is irregularity in usage, it will send you an alert. And if you don't respond to the alert, it will turn off the water to the house. So it, it stops flooding from happening. You can also wow. install, yeah, it's, it's really, really sweet technology. Um, you can also install additional sensors in 
sort of high risk water areas, like near your dishwasher, near your washing machine, near your water heater. So that when water does hit that, it's definitive. It should not be there. It turns the water off for you. That's all really effective device. That's very cool. It's all stuff that you can, uh, you can find out about by contacting Connor, uh, Williams. Well, you can contact Connor, but you can also go to Ashton plumbing, heating and air conditioning. The website is callashton.com. C A L L A S H T O N.com. Connor, thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate right. being on the show. Yeah. So call Ashton. Ashton.com. Call Ashton.com. Ashton Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. This is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. When we come back, Canada geese, they're beautiful. They're majestic. And they leave quite a mess. And there's more of them every year. I'll tell you about what the city of Vancouver is hoping to do and uh, how you can help them with that. That's coming up next. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong. Seems like every year we see more and more Canada geese in our parks and along the shoreline. The Canada geese that we see the most often here are actually descendants of of several different subspecies of Canada geese, which were introduced to Vancouver in the 1960s and 70s as a way to enhance wildlife viewing and for hunting. Now, several thousand Canada geese live in the city, congregating in areas where grassy clearings meet the shoreline, places like Stanley Park, English Bay, along False Creek. And now we're seeing them moving even further inland into neighborhood parks. We can all live together, but it It's going to take some work, and the city is asking for you to help. If you see a Canada goose nest in your neighborhood, they want you to report it. According to the city, our green spaces are taking the brunt of the damage from Canada geese, with the birds eating young grass and newly seeded fields and leaving droppings, a lot of droppings, on beaches, picnic areas, and sports fields. And you know that old saying, like poop through a goose, when they say that, They're talking about Canada geese. Canada geese have very inefficient digestive systems and produce a lot of excrement for their size compared to other species. In fact, a Canada goose will defecate on average every 12 minutes. And if you have a dog, you're probably spending most of the time on your walks trying to keep them from eating that goose poop. They seem to love it. Um, The goose also uh, can become aggressive during mating season. So how do you control the geese population, but do it humanely? Well, the park board says they're orchestrating a humane approach called addling to control the bird's population. That involves replacing newly laid eggs with previously frozen ones. Once they're swapped, the goose settles back on the nest and eventually flies off when the eggs don't hatch. The technique is supported by the BC SPCA and PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. The park board staff are federally permitted to replace the eggs by Environment Canada, and they are trained to addle with minimum disturbance to the bird. In the last decade, thousands of eggs have been addled by the park board, which not only reduces the number of the population each year, but all of their potential descendants as well. But the only way to make this work is with help from you. They need residents 
to keep an eye out for nests in order to get this done. So if you see a group of geese or even a single goose standing in the same spot day after day, that's a strong indicator that there is a nest nearby. And one more thing, whatever you do, don't feed them. That doesn't help anybody. And if you feed Canada geese, it could mean a $500 fine. You can go to vancouver.ca for more information on you on how you can help out. Uh, coming up, we've got more, including the uh, consumer news headlines of the week on Vancouver Consumer, including a look at last week's budget, the federal budget, and how it will affect you. And one of the world's most expensive diamonds is up for sale. I'll tell you what it's going for. That's all when Vancouver Consumer continues. I'm Martin Strong. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.